0: You know, I don't consider mayonnaise to be a liquid, but I also don't really consider it to be... food. Hello, and welcome to Chaotic Creations, a podcast where we take weird prompts and make weird Dungeons & Dragons characters. I'm Harper, your lawful nerdy paladin. And I'm Darby, your chaotic tired bard. And this is our third... Episode of Chaotic Creations. Woo! Darby, how are you doing today? I'm still like reeling from the games of Among Us we played yesterday. (laughs) God, after you hung up, we played Tag. Literally my (laughs) worst nightmare, but incredibly fun. It sounds fun, but I am still reeling from the amount of response that we have been getting from the podcasting community. Oh, yes. I mean, yo, this is only our third episode that we are publishing, and we have gotten so much love. Yeah. Didn't expect to hit 200 followers within two weeks of posting. It's sort of bizarre. Uh (laughs) Yeah, but we are very grateful. And we even have our first review on iTunes, Sarah Barra. Left a five-star review that says, uh, fun, wholesome D&D times. All the puns. Thank you, Sarah Barra, for your review. Everyone, you should follow Sarah Barra's example and go and leave a review on this podcast if you like it. Also this week, new on the website, you should be able to find a transcriptions tab. I'm doing my best to transcribe. I've never done transcription work before professionally, so... There may be some errors that might slip through, so bear with me, but for those who are a little more hard of hearing or want to read along with what we're saying, the transcriptions will be available on the website for your reading pleasure. Mm-hmm. So if you just go to chaoticpod.com slash transcriptions, you should find the transcriptions for the first couple of episodes up there right now. Please feel free to tweet at me if you find any spelling errors, grammatical errors, anything of that sort. My Twitter is at Darby Pack, so help me help make this better. You know, we are all learning as we go. I am learning how to edit as I go. You're learning how to transcribe. This is a learning process for both of us, but that is where some of the chaos comes in. It wouldn't be truly chaotic if we knew exactly what we were doing all the time. Absolutely not speaking of not knowing what we're doing darby this week it is your turn to give me a prompt oh yes it is i think i've got quite an interesting one for you well so without further ado let's jump into our third episode of chaotic creations Today, I am prompting Harper to make a satyr artificer. A satyr artificer? Yeah. Because I think satyrs are usually associated, rightfully so, a lot with like charismatic things and nature as a general go in my brain or barbarians because they get, I think, a bonus to strength and they have their horn ram attack. But I think the idea of a Seder Artificer is an interesting combination. Well, this is going to be very fun for me because I have never made an Artificer before. (laughs) (sighs) So I am branching out into new territory. Ah, yeah. All three subclasses. (laughs) I mean, I've definitely done some research into the Artificer class before. I've just never actually gone through the motions of making an artifice or character okay well let's start off by rolling some stats shall we hell yeah roll those funky stats for fancy cat or goat okay so the stats that we are working with for this character are 14 14 16 12 10 15 Ooh, those are actually really good (laughs) stats. I know, right? They're not terrible. So let me take a look at Satyrs. What bonuses? As a Satyr, Charisma score increases by two and Dexterity increases by one. Mm Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, Artificer is an intelligence-based skill. That is correct. All right. See, I know my basic info about these classes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're obviously going to put the highest score possible in intelligence, which is going to only be a 16, so it's not actually that smart of an artificer, but there are ways that we can bump that up <clears throat> later, if we so choose. Yeah. It's always nice to have a high dexterity score, and I've got that odd-numbered 15 with a plus one for being a satyr, so let's go ahead and make the 15 the dex score, which will make it a 16. Nice. These are pretty some even stats, but they're, like, higher even stats. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a pretty decent spread. Like, this character isn't exceptional at anything, but they're pretty decent at most things. Yeah, jack of all trades. Yeah. They are sufficiently better than the... I was just rolling for fun one day, and I rolled a startlingly average paladin where every stat ended up being an 11 or 12 <laughs> just across the board it was I mean that's ridiculous. not even really playable at that point that's just a townsperson yeah. okay I think he had one fourteen. so what I decided to go with here is because char- charisma increases by two and I'd like to have all positive modifiers so I'm gonna put the 10 in charisma mm-hmm. so that I can bump it up to a 12 and get that plus one modifier So my final stats are going to be Strength 14, Dex 16, Con 14, Intelligence 16, Wisdom 12, and Charisma 12. Nice. Let's see. Ooh, I get a base walking speed of 35 feet. Them nice goat legs move a little bit faster than people. Clip, clop, clip, clop. You'll be the goat of movement okay so let's see what do we get from our race reveler you have proficiency in the performance and persuasion skills and proficiency with one musical instrument of your choice you know i cannot see a satyr without thinking of a without thinking of a pan flute (sighs) (laughs) that's true they're pretty um tied especially given that pan is like patron god of i mean that's i think that's why it's called a pan flute i'm not at all sure of that but i think i think it'd be interesting for it to be more of a mechanical instrument because it is an artificer so something that requires more steps like i'm thinking maybe i know that it's not technically a 5e instrument but i really think that this Seder probably plays the accordion so funny. Oh my god. Like, he makes his own accordion. That's, like, the first <laughs> thing he makes as an artificer. He's, yeah. like, tinkering around with all... Like, all of his friends are, like, out there, like, having, like, partying. Mm-hmm. And just, like, living life. There's actually a Magic the Gathering card. It's got the female satyr, like, strangling another guy. Well, man, like, party on. Yeah, Galia of the Endless Dance. Yeah. The woo girl of Magic the Gathering. Because she's just, like, Woo! <laughs> yeah so let's see anything else that oh and languages speak read and write common and sylvan okay yep you're also not a humanoid no not a humanoid but a fae Uh which is a fun one i have never personally held a lot of love for the fae i like when things make sense And I feel like whenever anybody in any form of fiction brings the fae in, it never makes sense. And I love reading about it, but I'm also like, I would hate to live through this because I like knowing what the rules are in any given situation. I don't necessarily follow them all the time, but I like knowing what they are. And I feel like any human who stumbles into a fae court Never understands the rules, ever, in any piece of fiction. And I think that it's just, that would be a terrible way to live. Let's see, anything else interesting? Oh, magic resistance, advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. That's actually really useful. Mm Mm-hmm. You also get an unarmed attack. You can use your heads and horns to make unarmed strikes if you hit them you deal bludgeoning damage equal to 1d4 plus your strength modifier which in this case is two so that's not terrible yeah i once rolled a satyr that i had to put strength as the negative modifier (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) let's see being an artificer we get proficiency with light and medium armor and shields Ooh, okay and simple weapons Wow, all of the tools get thieves' tool proficiency, tankers' tool proficiency, and in type of artisans' tools. I think that it has to be the brewer's kit. I love the brewer's tools. (laughs) I think partially because I am from the Pacific Northwest, brewing beer is, you know, part of my heritage in that way. And also because I like the idea of a satyr, like... There has to be one Seder who like manages the party, you know, who provides all of the alcohol for everyone else to get drunk on, who organizes the music and the orgies. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have that one friend, the one friend who's on top of it. Uh, you mean me in college. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this, I'm imagining while everyone else is, like, partying, this, this person's, like, organizing all the parties, like, cleaning up after all of the mess, ambiguous fluids, perhaps, and just, like, is, like, okay, so I need the food over here, we're gonna have this kind of music playing for this long, there's a bunch of pillows over there, like, blah, 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 while everyone just rages. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it sounds like, a lot like the job of being the president of a fraternity, honestly. Yep. Yeah, those days are behind you. You never have to go back. Thank God. <laughs> okay, let's look. Saving throws. Constitution and intelligence. While I'm glad that intelligence is so high, constitution is not as great. <laughs> but hey, uh, that might not matter depending on what you pick for your subclass. And then skills. I have to choose from arcana, history, investigation, medicine, nature, perception, and sleight of hand. Well, I feel like a Seder, you have to pick nature. Yeah. That's just kind of a given. It has to be at least one of them. Yes. So that's going to be one of them. Then I get to pick one more. And I think I'll go with investigation. I think if we're going with this person, used to manage all of the parties... You have to be really good at investigating to do a good job of cleaning up after the party, because people (laughs) hide things. Oh, God. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Never put your couch far away from a wall. I mean, I don't know why you would do that anyway. Wires, I guess. It was a mistake. Okay, so magical tinkering is an ability you get at first level. But let's see, what are the options for subclasses? So it looks like we have Alchemist, Artillerist, or Battlesmith. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Alchemist is pretty self-explanatory. They make potions, which, you know, given that your satyr makes, like, Brewer's Tools might actually be uh, not a bad pick. The Artillerist basically makes this, like, I think it's an Eldritch Cannon, it's like a magic machine gun, sort of, that kind of trots around behind you. And then Battlesmith is uh well you know Terrying. Terrington Darrington. Terry and Darrington? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I should know that name better given that I went to that <laughs> went to that live show, but <laughs> you make your metal man who defends you. Yeah, although I think that's at level six, so you wouldn't have the metal man yet. No, it's at level three. Level three? Level three, dang. Yeah, you can have your own little doty, doty. You know what? I'm okay. I think I really do like the alchemist option. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm gonna go with. I think that if my, I think this seder used to be a brewer and then transitioned into making magical potions. I think that's the, the arc of their life thus far. Yeah, maybe they started started off being a alchemist by making magical hangover cures (laughs) like (laughs) they're like brew was so strong it was making people really hungover and they're like okay i you know I, i i i can fix this i can fix this don't 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 worry you can you can keep partying yep so you also by following the alchemist subclass you also gain proficiency with alchemist supplies so i'm gonna add that to the list so as as that alchemist that assuming it's a 4th level character, which is the type of character that we roll, my mm-hmm. alchemist would already have healing word and ray of sickness. So that's really fun. You get a heal. You throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. An experimental elixirs. Oh, that's very fun. So essentially for an experimental elixir you can touch an empty flask and you roll a d6 and you get a random elixir that shows up in that bottle. That is so cool. (laughs) And it looks like none of them is negative, which is really nice. And you can do that at third level. And just by sleeping, basically. Yeah. So you can produce one per long rest, but you can also... Create additional elixirs by spending spell slots. So you could just spend all of your spell slots making potions, and then become a decent weapon user at something, and then you don't actually need to use your spells for anything except making the potions. That is cool. They don't go away, do they? Uh, they last until your next long rest. Ah, because <laughs> uh, just like good berries uh <laughs> but i mean imagine that you have four first level spell slots and you're not going to use any of them you can make four healing potions a day i mean granted you don't get to decide what it is that they are they might not be healing <sighs> potions but you can make four random potions that all have positive effects in a day that's awesome so it's just like passed out you're like ah oh, man i've got four of these experimental elixirs i don't know if any of them are healing potions you just like pop one in whoops next one. <laughs> oh, now they're flying and next one, and then the very last one, it's, uh, it's a healing potion. Yep. Be pretty funny. That is really cool. Okay. So let's think about it so far. So we've got Alchemist, who transitioned from being a brewer to a potion maker, is a satyr, grew up being the kind of behind-the-scenes production manager of all the satyr parties. Oh, gosh, what is this satyr's se- this name? I don't even know what satyrs are named. The only name I can think of is Grover, and that's because the Percy Jackson books. <laughs> I I mean, also the only the only satyr I can think of is Pan. But yeah, I feel like that wouldn't be super respectful. Also, the only other satyr that I can remember that, like off the top of my head, I think was not a nice person and may have gotten flayed alive by Apollo. Oh God if I recall correctly. I remember there's one of them that did not have a fanciful treatment by uh, a certain god. So I just went to my favorite name generation website, and there is this one name that popped up on the list of options that I quite like, Mm -hmm. and it is Kamkechi. I kind of like it. I think possibly Camkeki. Not. I like Kamkechi. Very catchy name. Aha, uh-huh. But Well, okay, so now you have a name for the satyr. I do. Cam catchy the satyr. Yeah. I'm interested to see what artificer infusions you pick. What is an artificer infusion? It's kind of like Eldritch Invocations, where you get these, like, extra little, like, doodads for being you. But these are things that you can attach to items. Oh, right? yeah. That's the point of being an artificer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can make things better, or you can replicate a magic item. Interesting. Well, let's see. As a fourth level artificer, I get to have four infusions that I know. Mm-hmm. So let's look at the infusion options. Oh, I definitely think an enhanced weapon, because like I said, I think this is someone who spends most of their spell slots making potions every day. So I think that You know, with a 16 dex, that's pretty respectable. This is probably going to be a satyr who also uses a bow and arrow as their main weapon. And then occasionally will shoot off a spell. This satyr definitely is not one who gets all up in the fray, I think. Mm -hmm. So I like enhanced weapon. We're definitely going to take that. uh, Get a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls. And it applies to any simple weapon. And I believe that a short bow is a simple weapon. Yeah, I think so. A short bow is, in fact, a simple weapon, so that's not a problem. And after enhanced weapon, I think definitely we want to do repeating shot. I wonder if we can stack. Uh, you cannot, unfortunately. Because mm. that would definitely get very broken very fast. <laughs> I think it's one infusion at a time on each item. Oh, this is interesting. So it automatically creates a piece of magic ammunition. So never mind. I'm definitely going to go with repeating shot because then, let me tell you, my least favorite thing in the world is keeping track of ammunition. This is why I don't really play anything like a gunslinger or a ranger that requires me to keep track of it. I'm much more attracted to melee fighters because I don't Mm want to track when I'm out of arrows. (laughs) Yeah, the arrows I I would let people get away with because they're arrows. I assume you you would be able to buy them anywhere, and if you would spend time buying them, you would. Bullets, though. Bullets are definitely, you must spend time doing this and creating them or buying them. So repeating shot is going to be one of the things that I pick. I believe for one of them, you can also choose instead of an infusion, you can choose the items one, right? Yes. The infusion choices, and it's also the infusion choice that you can take multiple times uh the okay. only one that you can take multiple times is a magical item because you can choose to create copies of one type of magical item so it could be mm. a bag of holding and as you level up that rarity of the item that you can create goes up yeah so you start off making like i mean bag of holding is magnifique well i'm not that interested in bag of holding honestly i think nah. I think that I love a uh, rope of climbing, because I feel like something that has goat legs, probably not that good at climbing, so I'm definitely going to say that it knows how to replicate a rope of climbing. Yeah, in case he needs to hoof it out of there. Eh. Oh, come on. That was, uh, that was definitely on the fly. <laughs> eh. I like enhanced defense. I just think that having higher armor class is nice. Mm. I think that, yeah, it's nice. So we'll have uh, a plus one bonus to armor class. I think that's a solid choice. So you have one more infusion? Because you chose the climb- rope climbing, repeating shot, enhanced defense. Yes, I have one more. And I think that I am going to choose replicate magic item again. And this time I will be going with... The alchemy jug, because that feels very appropriate for this character as an alchemist. Ah, yes. Alchemy jug, the infamous alchemy jug. I think it makes a gallon of whatever liquid, something you want. Yes. So it can hold up to a gallon of liquid and you can have it produce one liquid, one type of liquid per day. You can't produce a gallon of every single kind of liquid that you can name, but you can produce more than a gallon as well. Like, I know that you can produce, I think it's eight gallons of water out of this thing per day, and it's just, you know, you can just start pouring water out, and more than a gallon will pour out of this gallon jug. But you can also produce, like, beer and acid and mayonnaise. Yep, because there are a lot of memes about uh, pouring mayonnaise out of this jug you know I don't consider mayonnaise to be a liquid but I also don't really consider it to be food I just I don't like mayonnaise I'm not a picky eater it's just one of the few foods that I'm like I don't want to eat that that's kind of gross a gallon of mayo even in its container looks pretty gross speaking from personal experience it makes a very oh, yeah. gross noise. <laughs> oh, absolutely it does. So, yeah. But I feel like this person would, ab- that Kem Ketchy would use the alchemy jug to, maybe it's the one of the first things that they made as an artificer after they made their accordion. They figured out how to make this alchemy jug so that they could make beer that way and that made the whole party planning process go a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And then when the party was done, they could just pop it for water and just clean up the entire, you know. Yeah, the next morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. one liquid per day. So then, let's think about it. Let's sum up Kamkechi. So, Kamkechi comes from a raucous tribe of partiers, but was never the partying sort. I feel like Kamkechi is probably a, a younger man. I feel like that kind of feels right for this character. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Cam Ketchy, this, as a boy, was never attracted toward the partying side of things, and so fulfilled the role in his tribe of the... I don't even know what to call it. The organizer. The administrative personnel. The, the social chair, I guess. like Yeah, the, the social chair of the tribe of satyrs. Yeah, they're like, Which, they probably very easily took that position because nobody else probably liked planning. I'm imagining, you know, out of a group of ravers that not a lot of people would prefer to not participate in the said rave and just manage everything from the outside. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely imagining a fraternity, honestly. I'm seeing Kemkechi as, like, the one fraternity brother who's always sober at the party, Who's, like, the one who has to, like, watch over everybody. Did I, I vaguely recall people wearing badges to say that they were the sober sibling or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that Kemkechi is always the sober sibling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not because he doesn't like drinking. It's just that he, doesn't want, he just doesn't want to at these events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So Kemkechi is the social chair of his fraternity. And then once he graduates from college, he decides that he's going to put his newfound alchemy skills that are just burgeoning these skills to the test. And he is going to strike out on his own and he is going to become a traveling brewer and alchemist. Maybe his first, maybe his first foray into the world to like, actually like on his own was like oh, you know, I, as a brewer, I should try other people's alcohol. You know, like how people do those, like, brewery tours where they, like, sample yes. beers and stuff and, like, really go wine tasting? He's like, I should just do that, you know? Try all the alcohol that's out there. And, you know, and that's how he starts doing It's Like, he goes to different taverns. <laughs> hmm Accordion kind of strapped to him, the jug strapped to his back. Yep. I'm imagining those merchants who would travel from town to town in carts, and they would, like, ply their wares, and they would always have multiple things that they could do, so they could get as much business as possible in a certain town. So I imagine he's a brewer and an alchemist, and so he has, like, a little mini hand cart that he tows behind him, because he's got his goat legs, and he can just trot along forever. hmm And he goes from town to town, and he brews beer, and he provides water and he makes these potions that he sells or oil because isn't oil like oil's like one of those things that like back in the day was like a pretty pretty hot commodity yeah so i feel like oil here i've got some oil here i just imagined <laughs> it's like a <laughs> like, a, like a, b- a barker a carnival barker yeah Get your oil here, step right up, I've got oil, I've got hangover cures, and I've c- I've come from across the country to bring you these fine wares today, I don't know why I'm doing this voice, I just felt like it. Oh, but it's interesting though, because if his potions expire at the end of a day, that means that he's <laughs> gotta hoof it out of town pretty quickly. Haha. <laughs> so I imagine that he's actually probably, I'm looking at backgrounds that would fit for him. And I was thinking something in a guild, but now I'm thinking more charlatan. Yeah. He he does have proficiency in persuasion, doesn't he? Or... He does already, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's a little bit of a, you know, he's maybe not the, maybe not the sharpest alchemist out there, but he does know how to peddle his wares. Yeah, that's why I, th- I think charlatan is a good background for him. Which means that he gets even more proficiencies, so proficiency in deception and sleight of hand. This here oil will last you a good long while. Well, the oil lasts for a while, it's the potions that don't. Right, Ah. (laughs) those are the ones that go away. Yeah, the the experimental elixirs. Healing potion, keep it for a rainy day. Mystical potion, who's... Effects always change. Also, a disguise kit and a forgery kit. So that's funny because he could maybe forge documents for the authenticity of his <laughs> potions. The king of the land himself has bought from me. You can see his signature here. I love it. I don't know how well a disguise kit would come in handy when you're a satyr because I'm pretty sure that their knees <laughs> bend the other way from most people's. But you know, maybe satyrs are more common where Kamkechi just roams around. Or maybe he just wears really baggy pants. Just cargo pants. Uh-huh. Everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And then oh, what about feet? We almost forgot about a feet for him. Yes. Yeah, so what kind of feet would Kemkey have? You know, I think that based on everything that we know about Kamkechi, he would probably take the lucky feet. Yeah. To just like get out of a tight situation when he just really needs to yeah he was like about to convince this person and then he rolled badly but he's just so lucky that he can turn the bad situation around exactly yeah maybe not the most skilled of artificers but he is a sweet talker and a lucky son of a goat That's all for this week. Be sure to join us next week for another Chaotic Creation. Chaotic Creations is created, produced, and hosted by Harper Hayes and Darby Pack. Editing is by Harper Hayes, and web design is by Darby Pack. The art is by Kiku Hughes, who you can find on Twitter at Kiku Hughes, and the music is by Kevin McLeod. You can find us online at chaoticpod.com. If you would like to chat with us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at chaoticpod. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and tell your favorite nerdy friend about us. It's the best way to help us grow. Thanks for listening.